This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. <clears throat> and this is Karen Kilgariff. Oh, wow. You should always clear your throat lightly before introducing. <laughs> that was smooth. You know, they say on NPR, all Terry Gross, all those people are constantly clearing their throats. That's the secret. I bet it is. I had to go to a doctor once. I. I. La, 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 la. Meat, meat, potatoes, meat, potatoes. Yellow rubber, yellow. I love yellow New York. <laughs> I need New York. <laughs> I've never lived in New York. Uh, I had to go to a doctor because I was, when I was a kid, like 10 years old, I was constantly clearing my throat and, uh, it it was like a problem. Like I was getting in trouble at school constantly uh, clearing my throat. And then he said I was uh, drinking way too much milk. Oh. Isn't that curious? I was asked to lay off on the milk. And that worked? It cured you? Uh, yeah. I was just a real milkhead, about a gallon a day. <laughs> Do you know that Hannah Creighton, <laughs> who is the producer for the Exactly Right Network, yes. she... Drank so much milk. I think she told me that it was in college. I could be wrong. But her friends, the nickname she has with her friends is Big Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Which when she told me that, I, that's one of my favorites. Well, first of all, I was, I was thinking that doctor was going to say you had like OCD or something. Because you know that sometimes that's a nervous habit. Yeah, I don't know why. Because later in life, my mom was a vegetarian and we had no milk. But when I was a kid, those formative bone years, I mean, it's yep. a, I don't know, I don't know how, what I'm going to do. That's why I haven't had a kid. The big milk debate. Yes, it's a real problem. Do I well, want to, <laughs> yeah, give my kid oat milk or do I want his bones to be strong? Or is it a rumor? If, if you give it oak milk, oat, not oak <laughs> milk, I'm going to give my kid the milk of acorns from oak trees. <laughs> I think they'll have it by then. Pine milk. <laughs> <laughs> the child is crying while eating their cereal, and you're just like, finish it. It's good for you. It's, it's really from an just, old tree. It's just a cup of sap. <laughs> <laughs> Drink the oak milk. <laughs> That's, that'd be a really funny sketch, like fast forwarding to a, like 
the crazy food trends and how bad they're going to get for people in the future? Yeah, I think I've seen it's a premise for so many stand-ups now. Like, what's next with all this milk? Oh. And I, you know, I never finish those videos, but I do browse them. <laughs> and then you start watching the commercial and you're like, I should buy the Always Pan. That pan <laughs> looks really amazing. I am, yeah, I am, uh, I am, I am someone that will order things if I, if I like the commercial. I'm so weak. I'm just weak, Karen. Well, they, you know what? Here's the thing. First of all, they have picked those things for you based on what you look at on your computer. So I bet you you're getting tiny uh, house furniture, tiny, you know, miniature furniture and shit, right? Like they know you, I your computer. But explain to me why with with my phone off when I just am having a conversation about something, I then get ads for it. Ex Alexa, Siri, we're being listened to constantly. It's your friend's phone. It's other things. It's, it's scary as fuck. It is scary. And there's a documentary on that. I can't remember what it was. There was a guy giving us press conference saying, of course your phones aren't listening to you when they're off. And they all laugh together. And I'm like, no, they are. They have to be. Otherwise, how would I be getting all these dollhouse ads? Well, also, even I if you're looking. not... You're, I am you looking, are. sorry. You, yeah. We know you are. That's, that's a bad your, example, yeah. That's your point. Yeah. But also, even if your phone, even if you're not, I mean, you're powered all the way down, or you just saying you don't have Siri or Alexa on, because they also are doing it based on, you know, that's the whole cookies thing, where you're accepting or declining cookies. That's them tracking you for marketing. Yeah, and they give it such an adorable name. We all love cookies. I it every time I go, I'll have three cookies. I oh, that's love not what cookies. they're offering. Are these fresh baked tracking of all my interests? <laughs> <laughs> I you know what's weird? My interest is chocolate chips. It's so strange. <laughs> yeah. Mine this is cookies. Uh, M- Muppets in trash cans. Oh, wait. <laughs> that, he just like garbage. It's been a while. It's been a while. I for, sorry, I thought Oscar the Grouch liked. Cookies that were thrown away. <laughs> Only moldy cookies. Can, wait, can I just tell you, I'll be honest, because yes. we've stumbled upon this topic. Yes. Right now I'm at a vacation home. Somebody brought me, because I'm up by my, I've, I'm up in Petaluma. Yeah, it didn't look like your couch. No, this is not my couch. It's a vacation couch. It's a vacation couch. Somebody brought like as a fun, snacky gift to bring out here. A <laughs> bag of... Uh, uh, it's some. They're called. They're a Hawaiian brand cookie, and they're shortbread cookies shaped like pineapples with little chocolate chips in them. And I didn't know they were here. It's not like they they didn't walk in and go, "Hey, it's cookie time" or whatever. They just brought them and put them into the pantry and left without saying anything. I think it was my friend Janet, and I stumbled upon them, and they're so good. I've eaten like half the bag. Hey, do you enjoy a shortbread? Cookie or a shortbread? I think I do. Anything that isn't all the way sweet, it's like kind of semi-sweet, wouldn't you say, even though it's called a sugar cookie? Yes, it's very, um, if there's anything going on with a shortbread, it's almost a little tangy. Yeah. So it has like that, it's good and, you know, it's buttery and everything, but it also has like a good kind of, a little tang in there. Is Is it pineapple flavored? No, just shaped. Huh. I think that she was trying to invite you to a threesome. Now, I know that seems like it's out of left field, but I was wearing a pineapple hat 
And this couple, I think I've talked about this. Probably I have. If anything sounds like I've said it before, it's of course to you on our podcast. Otherwise, I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> but also, this doesn't sound familiar, so I'd love to hear it. I There was just a little embroidered pineapple on this hat. I think it was a promo hat for some pineapple-based seltzer I was drinking. <laughs> and these people said, oh, I are so you're a swinger? And I'm like, what do you talking about, well, the pineapple on your hat. Apparently in the old days, people would hang a pineapple on their porch to let people know that it was no. a swinging party or they were down to swing. A lot no. of people have confirmed this. No. It was some simple Googling. We'll find out yet one once again. I'm not just <laughs> talking out of my ass. But they they just said, oh, it doesn't hurt to ask. And I wanted to say, no, it, it did, though. It hurt it my does. feelings I'll that you thought you... talk to you again. Yeah. I mean, it's never the swinging people are never who you want them to be. It's always, you know, Hold people on, just coming out of a bush somewhere in a park. <laughs> but still a couple. They, they're a still wearing, couple. like, down vests that yeah. are the same yeah. brand. They were definitely wearing flannel, yes. Was that a comedy show situation? Uh, where was that? It had to be actually. No, I would never wear that hat. It's my golfing hat. I I guess it was while golfing. They wanted yep. some daytime threesome out on the links yep. at two p.m. Yes, I mean, come on, brazen, yes. a brazen yes, offer in the trees. <laughs> yeah, insane. he was just up there milking a tree for sap, and then shimmied <laughs> down and asked me if I wanted to kick it with him and his spouse. How but dare you, sir? Also, I feel like that trend, which I think in some ways is very good, that people aren't so repressed anymore. Like that, pe- this isn't like we're. You're not going to then have those people arrested and prosecuted no, because I, they suggested. This I thing said to you. how flattering, and it made me <laughs> smile. And then it wasn't until <laughs> later that I kind of cried in my car. It was. I didn't <laughs> shame them in any way. Of course, I wouldn't right. do that. But I do think it is odd and inappropriate. It's like you don't know me at all, right. and you're just be- and you are taking this swing that is so overtly like such a stretch. Yeah. Like, how would that? Is that? Tr- are we truly supposed to believe you wear a pineapple insignia to silently let other swingers know that you're down to be there? Lucky Pierre. I 100%, like you did when I brought it up, thought he was just making it up. And then I asked around and people said, oh, yeah, the old pineapple orgy. (laughs) No. Yeah, hang it. It has to be hung upside down on the porch, apparently. What? I know. And people have these (laughs) things. I got invited to a lobster cookout. In a backyard in Venice, my 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 sweet neighbor Jenna invited me because she knew I would be interested in free lobster. <laughs> and after dinner, there was like people started uh, leaving urgently, but other people and they asked they asked me if I, as they were laying down tarps, if I was staying for phase two of the party, which I started to gather was some sort of a swinger event. And I, uh, you know, I looked around first and then I decided, no, I would not. I really enjoyed the shellfish, but I do have to leave. And they didn't want me to stay because I didn't bring a partner. You have to come as a twosome, I guess, at, at a lot oh. of these pineapple or lobster-based <laughs> orgies. <laughs> I'm not making that up at all. 
It was it's later so, I found out that's why they were laying down tarps. So it was I outdoor. The ta- the word tarp, <laughs> it, it's just the most like mechanical way to it. It's just like, know. go to a doctor. Or, if you're going to be that. Or lay out some cots, at least mattresses. <laughs> you guys are all going to fuck on tarps. Tarps. <laughs> it's horrifying. It's like you've been abandoned in a campsite. And so you're going to make the best of it and have sex with some weirdo stranger. Yeah, why tarps? Well, we we found out that bodily fluid, all the many types, will kill the grass. (laughs) we got to lay down these tarps. These tarps. (laughs) I was kind of traumatized, but I find it now very funny. And they're nice people. If anyone at that party is listening, what what a great dinner it was. Or the margarita bad, machine. Didn't see your balls. <laughs> um, I just think, well, that's uh, that's a huge compliment. That two different times you've been propositioned, and we can use that word. It applies here. Yeah, propositioned. Yeah. I think it's the only two times I, they just really stick out in my head. Do you think your neighbor Jenna was interested in being your your partner? In that situation? No, now Jenna was like a sister figure, and uh, I went with a group <laughs> of sister figure type ladies, and I, I don't think that any of them, I mean, you'd have to ask them privately, but I don't think there was any uh, sexual foul play afoot. <laughs> <laughs> we went as uh, as loved ones. I mean, I got to call Jenna, actually. She's, you got to call and ask. She's I would the just best. text her first, real quick, and just say, quick cue. Hey, at that lobster fest, were you trying to fuck me with your friends? <laughs> I'm it's uh it's for a podcast. Yes. If yeah. you could get back to me as soon as possible. Yeah. We're actually recording right now. Please. Yeah, please let so, me know. <laughs> so if you're on the tarp now, which is what did you know they call it being on the tarp when the orgy is taking place? Oh, that's traditional. See, I thought these people were being strange. It's normal to lay down tarps and do it outside. Wait, have you ever seen the documentary? About swingers. I mean, real sex volumes one through thirty. Um, there's an actual dedicated documentary that we watched. I think it was like the mid two thousands, from what I can gather, recollect. Um, and it is unbelievable. They kind of just like follow along, along these people who. And they're in Orange County, and they're like full. That's their full-on lifestyle. It's like some people like to go in an RV and right. drive to Baja, California, go sure. fishing. Yeah. These people like to fuck. They literally they set out like casseroles on a big table. Yeah, they eat and socialize. That's what this was. Oh, God. and these it's- were rich people from from uh, from like uh, San Diego or something. I this apply this doc. They were in this documentary. I'm just deciding. Yeah, everyone I there, bet. that's all orgy aside. I mostly felt like I didn't belong <laughs> because everyone was so wealthy and the house was so beautiful. And they were really nice tarps, by the way, brand new. I tarps. bet. Yeah, they no, were. Those are going to be a high quality, high quality if you, sex tarp. If you, yeah, every year annually, you buy, you know, uh, 70 yards a tarp for your sex party, that means you're probably doing pretty well. Yeah, I bet. Also, hey, a lobster feed, like Free. I understand if if like you have two lobsters on in addition to all the standard burgers and hot dogs, but all all lobster. I with the invite, there was a fee. I think I paid twenty bucks to be at this party just to help them, and that I understood that. I'm like, oh yeah, 
you don't feed a hundred people, and there were about a hundred people there, a big which is a testament to how large the yard was. And it was in Venice Beach near the ocean. Like there's not a lot of huge backyards. All of a sudden, yeah, just big old orgy backyard, lobster everywhere, uh, <laughs> liquor flowing out of fountains, and a lot of close talkers. And you know what I would have done if I were there? I would have, because imagine, and I'm sorry to be saying this, but the, it just popped in my head. Imagine the smell. Because I'm not a seafood fan anyway. <laughs> so it's already a little upsetting. And I then mean, it's just like mass sex. Why would you have a big orgy after gorging yourself with anything, especially shellfish dipped in butter? Everyone's all butter. lubed up with butter. The butter's everywhere. I wonder if that's why they picked they, it. Because they, it goes along. Exactly. They Yeah. They Everyone's wearing a bib. And then later they and lay down else. tarps for the ground because they're all going to have their big oily butter farts while they're... Uh, Take I, off your Tommy Bahama blouse. And not in a, <laughs> There was a lot of Tommy Bahama there. I bet. I, I, uh, I kind of wish I'd just stayed to watch, not the sex, but the actual, <laughs> the actual moment where people... Because there was a hot tub there and there was like... Uh, people were starting to get kind of, oh, I'm just going to get in the hot tub in my bra. And I was like, well, that lady's being... Uh, Brazen slut. Yeah, no, I would never. <laughs> never. Well, this was a few years ago. I would have said that then. You, but you know me now. I've adjusted everything no. to the current trends. Yes, always. I would never it's say very, that word. Never. But back in 2012, oh man, I would have yelled yeah. it in her face. Hell yeah! <laughs> I would have gotten in the hot tub with her and screamed it at her. I just, I feel like, especially, and I understand that this was pre-COVID. It was. Yeah, it was years ago now. But. It's hard enough to just go to a party and talk to strangers and socialize and feel kind of like a like feel normal and like you're doing it correctly. Yeah. It's it's th that like making small talk with strangers because like you got invited to a party and you know the one person that's throwing the party and no one else. Yeah. It's hard enough. But then the, then also just someone whispers in your ear, okay, in in 2 hours you have to also have sex with a majority of these people. Right. I right. it also thinking like as I left I'm like wait a minute all those friendly people that came up and asked me and asked who I was with I thought they were just <laughs> curious about where my life was at romantically. <laughs> oh where's your where's your get Oh I just came with with Jenna and the ladies and they're like oh right fist pound I'm like what? No, I don't understand why everyone's being so weird. They all knew it was going to happen. I was like the only one that just thought it was a lobster lobster feast and then everyone leaves. I kind of wish I had watched. Well, I mean. From the bushes. Not in a <laughs> sexual way. In a No, it has to be sexual because it's an orgy. I mean, what if I put on a safari hat? And I just am watching animal. Like, I'm like... Well, and you what? get a clipboard and you take notes. Yeah, I'm like, very that. interesting human behavior. <laughs> and I start drawing erotic pictures like a courtroom artist. <laughs> 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 but it's... There's just a big... Was the tarp blue? That's yeah, yeah, just a standard Home Depot tarp. Like the kind Oof. they used to cover their nearby boats. It's retired boat people. But... How do you go from how do you go from that where you're just like, well, let's go down to Newport because I've bought us a boat, honey, yeah. to let's go over to Venice Beach, eat some lobster, and then take our 
our middle to late age bodies un- <laughs> disrobe them. Yeah. And just get down and dirty. It's because the uh, the proximity to Marina. I mean, the Marina Del Rey. We are. It yep. was. I. I'm. It's loose uh, for me to even say Venice. It, it, we were in Marina Del Rey, very near the, where those boats are, and that's just where they. So it's a boat, a sexual boat community. <laughs> Do you think anybody? At that orgy or any of the boat orgies, do you think, what if people fall in love and then they're like, Diane, my wife of 40 years, gotta go because are, I just. Are you slept and with I about else. to duet a rendition of the theme to Love Boat? Love Boat. Soon we'll be, soon we'll be loving you. Ah, <laughs> uh, here comes another lawsuit. <laughs> We're on a boat and there's more than two. <laughs> Just, oh, I can't get over the, the fact that everyone was full of butter and lobster. I'm gonna, It's I, so gross. It is gross, but they were very, they were sweet people. I do think I subtly kicked out once I actually said I came alone. Yes. Um, yeah. They don't need a stray, uh, may I cut in? The, well, also, isn't it, it's kind of like, you know, ladies get in free type of thing where men are, I would imagine, and this is sexist on my part, I would imagine men are up for orgies when someone's like, hey, guess what's happening after the lobster feed? And then your all your Tommy Bahama set is like, awesome, high five. But the women are like, excuse me? Oh, what's trust this? Me, you're not being sexist. That's exactly, none of those <laughs> ladies there probably even had to pay for the lobster. I just did because I'm a horny animal and they misread me. Just not my crowd. I mean, a retiree orgy. I mean, I kept their number. I know the address. Maybe one day I'll be into it. But You should roll by one day with a big basket of Cheddar Bay biscuits and be like, is lobster? Is it Lobster Fest again? I feel like I missed it last time. Hey. They do have it every year. Now I want to ask Jen. I wonder... I, I I have so many questions. They they wouldn't let me ask about it. <laughs> Wait. So who did someone know and not tell you? Uh yes. All they it, let you. They let it be a reveal to you. Yeah. One of our neighbors, Chris. He's 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 married to one of these lady, ladies, and he was like, he whispered it to me. Now's the time they have the orgy, and I was like, ha ha, good one. And he's like, no, seriously. That's why they're laying out tarps and everything. And then I I had had a few drinks, so I just started asking around, and people were like, oh, you didn't know? Oh, he must feel awkward. I'm like, why is everyone pointing and laughing at me just because I'm, I'm the only one here not down to clown? <laughs> yeah, but, but of course you feel awkward because that is a real rug pull of the highest order, where it's just like, it's not like they're like, we're going to play Twister and we're going to get flirty. And you're like, ew, because I would just be like, okay, bye. This is like, we're going to all, uh, in assorted and sundry ways, have sex with each other <laughs> in the afternoon after a shellfish binge. At least it was, yeah, <laughs> night had fallen. It was, it at least was night. Oh, okay, it wasn't. I'm imagining people getting sunburn on their lower back. <laughs> you know, because of the butter. Yeah. There's, there's butter everywhere. Just 
Just so everyone knows, I think that documentary was called The Lifestyle Swinging in America. I believe that's what it's called. I looked it up. The Lifestyle colon Swinging the in lifestyle, America. The Lifestyle of the colon Swinging in America. Colon spelled out. It's a very specific <laughs> documentary about, about <laughs> dietary uh, elements of orgies. Anyway, yeah. So I, I was not, yeah, I was not. Any fine. other orgy invite stories? Because that's see. two. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm trying to go through the uh, rolling. I mean, no, that's about it. That's about it. That's all I've ever. Uh, I think as a person, I am, I radiate the kind of energy that people know don't invite her to this orgy. I think that's just, you know what I mean? I kind of yeah. have a furrowed brow. I always look like I'm thinking of something that's bugging me. It's not, I'm not open. I don't have an open energy. Um, so I think that's, I'd like to think that's why it hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. I think that I just have kind of this, when I'm nervous, I just have this dumb smiling look on my face and I look <laughs> like I'm ripe for tossing me into the middle of some fucking flesh, flesh salad. Just a... Uh, as as Howard Kramer once said in a song, an erotic goulash of hair and fluids. <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked to him lately? Uh, I just, today. I was going to do his podcast today, who charted, because I never know of any current chart-topping songs, and I yeah. heard this Harry Styles song from One Direction. I know nothing about this kid and I, I know his music's played and I just thought it was a good Justin Bieber song or something but he has this new as it was I think it's called this new song that probably everyone's heard it is so good and it sounds like a indie rock pop song like it sounds like a I would put it in the category of like Tame Impala or something Oh, except that's super cool. catchy it's so good and then I went down this wormhole of Harry Styles music him doing all these uh, Peter Gabriel covers uh, on Stern, and he can mimic Peter Gabriel's voice. And it, oh. I'm like, today, because of our friend Howard Kramer, who I need to apologize, the reason I said I want to do it again is I listened to some uh, Bruce Springsteen over the weekend, and I had a, I, I was going to tell him I, li I like Bruce Springsteen. I'm sorry about the last time when I said... It was pedestrian music, and it's boring. I, I offended him. He's a Jersey boy. And, He's uh, Jersey. And He's I, hardcore Jersey. I had to say, I have a current song, Harry Styles, and I have to apologize to you on while recording that I, I do appreciate Bruce Springsteen now. I've turned over a new leaf. And um, did, he, did he receive that? Was he... Was he welcoming to that change? Uh, yes, he was. That's he's like, well, I have I actually was just apologizing as a friend. And he said we have to be we have to podcast because uh he was very happy that I've I'm I I like Bruce Springsteen now. I also think that we should have Howard on here not in the car. Because right. the last time we did it and he was in the car, there was this very odd energy and he, he it felt like uh it felt it felt odd, and I think we need to reapproach and have a reunion. Yeah, I, I, there is, I mean, we both like having people in the car to our backs, and you never look them in the eye. It's yeah. it's freeing the conversation. You and I only catch <laughs> peripherals of you. The only time I've ever looked at you is when you, when you stop short and put your arm in front of me to protect me from <laughs> flying out the windshield, you know, which I always appreciate. But yeah. you never do. And so when you actually know the person, 
and you're used to talking to their face and their eyes. It's weird when they're just behind you. And maybe yep. that's what was happening with uh, with old Cram Dog. Yep. Yeah, it's just in the back seat. Also, it was so long ago that yeah. it feels like it, it feels like we need to circle back with. But there was a picture I saw something, um, and I can't remember if it was Chip that tweeted it or who, but there was a picture of those guys from Austin Stories because somebody was doing like a behind the scenes Austin Stories thing, and the three of them, and maybe the two creators. Yeah, um, I and it saw made me that. laugh so hard because Howard essentially he looks the same. Yeah, he won't age, and. Chip looked the same, but at the time... Yeah, Chip looks the same. I remember when I first saw an old picture of him, I was like, oh, he used to have a lot more weight on him. Like, because now Chip's like a pretty ripped. Oh, yeah. He's like an in-shape person, and back then he was uh, not a fitness person. But I saw that picture, and they both look amazing. Yeah, they both look just so young. I I wish there was a picture of... Uh, my friend Matt Bearden was on that show, and and Laura House was on that show. Yeah. But Matt Bearden, even though he was in his twenties already, looked like a teenager. Like very much had that Johnny Pemberton quality of like just <laughs> looking very young. And to see him now, he's just cowboy hat, like with a beard. Like he's a he's a, he's a radio guy now. He just it doesn't look like a boy child anymore. <laughs> but I love those old pictures because they're all wearing giant Janko sized raver jeans. Dude, and the, the shirt in that so you saw the picture because the yeah. shirt Chip is wearing made me laugh out loud. Huge. It's gigantic. It's yeah. horizontally striped. Yeah. It makes him look borderline beefy, which of course Chip is not anyway. But especially Chip is a very modern person. And so he's now like a very fitness, like when he and I worked on this show it, when we were in Chicago, he would, we would end work at like seven or eight at night and I would be so drained. I'd be like, I can barely drive home. And yeah. she'd be like, I'm going to the gym every fucking yeah. night. Where it's like, how are you doing it? And yep. I realized later it's because he goes to the gym that he has the energy. Yeah. That's the whole point. And he's one of these dudes that I've, I don't think he ever, I drank like, if you don't ever drink and never in your history, I always would love to see a picture of me if I never touched anything bad for your body. Like, yeah. what would I look like if yeah. it wasn't years of pickling my innards? <laughs> I think that I had a conversation with them when, and they were given, because it was an MTV show, they were given like free Levi's. And it was during that era of like baggy yep. Levi. That was Grungy. the costuming yep. for the... Oh, we got to wear these. I don't think they were choosing to wear giant early 90s skater pants. But it is funny looking at that picture. I remember when skinny jeans came into fashion and I was like, I'm fucked because I really appreciated the billowiness of 90s fashion because then you can kind of be any size and everyone looked kind of rectangular and it was fine. And that was like, you didn't have to be have a perfect body because no one could see your body anyway because that was the style. Yeah. And suddenly it was like your jeans, you might as well just be wearing leggings. And, you know, everything just started sticking to your body. And I was like, shit, that sucks. And now we're living in it because I, a lot of people maybe would disagree with me, but I always think that skateboard style has dictated all the fashion. uh, Yeah. In a lot of ways. Uh, And now 
you hang out at a skate park. It's tight pants over here. It's 90s baggy pant kid over here. It's short shorts like Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. shorts. Every, <laughs> everyone has their own style. Young people are like comfortable in their own skin now. And, yeah. and there is not like a... It used to be me and my friends, we would just all dress exactly the same. Flat brim hat, white t-shirt, big giant pants. And you would hear comments if you didn't wear the uniform. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was exactly what... Uh, was popular in hip hop at the time, so I was always like, "What came first? Were, were skateboarders dressing like this, or hip hop artists dressing like that? Like there, there was such a synonymous like fashion, like a style, and same with everyone. Just wears different things now, is what I'm saying, and I think it's good. And I think I agree, and I think it's because of the internet, where everybody has access to the to having choices. Yeah. So if you are in some small town and everybody dresses like skateboard style, but you don't like that, you can find another look and be like, "Oh, but I want to dress like the people on the CW's Arrow or yeah. whatever." That was I was trying to think of what the opposite of skateboard style would be. Yeah, but, yeah, I you know. I was thinking about it a lot uh, when watching. There's this documentary about the weird people behind the Abercrombie and Fitch store oh, and the wait. the dictating and the race the racism. It's 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 called the rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. I think. Okay. And uh, I was reminded of it again when I went to Santa Barbara this weekend and perform for I mean those kids had all different fashions but they were the most beautiful audience of exactly 25 year olds that it was confronting because I was like oh I'm too old to be on the performing for you <laughs> all the comics were younger I uh yeah there was and then the just handful of our podcast pals that showed up yo hell yeah 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 I'm like there's my people there's my dinosaurs <laughs> there, there's they'll, the they'll two people up. that have had colonoscopies <laughs> <laughs> they get it. But it was be beautiful. Everyone there was gorgeous. I couldn't, I, you know, I don't usually look the audience in the eye anyway, but I just, <laughs> I, it's so funny that I felt uncomfortable. Anyway, uh, that I, documentary I, is worth oh, watching. Oh, I just looked it up. I'm. It's Netflix, so I'm absolutely going to watch it. It's because good. And the Von Dutch one, there's a similar one about the, the crazy uh, world behind the Von, Von Dutch criminals. <laughs> yeah. Both are uh, fashion-based documentaries that everyone needs to watch if you well, remember the that. Well, the Abercrombie and Fitch guy, I am very fascinated by because in my act and when I did stand up in the 90s, every once in a while what I would, because I was so lazy and didn't write solid jokes and really put in the time. So sometimes I would just buy a copy of Cos Cosmopolitan yeah. and take it on stage and just basically make jokes off of what the shit was on the cover because every month it was insanity. Yeah, yeah. And there and one of my jokes ended up I, I got bits out of it obviously and then one of them was um something about just like the way fashion was become like the 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 insistence that it was like the heroin chic kind of emaciation look that was very popular in the 90s where I was like uh I feel like the people in charge are pedophiles because what else explains you that haven't you and you haven't women. even seen the documentary. And, well, but here's what I think is amazing. I was fucking right because it's um fucking 
Jeffrey Epstein oh, yeah, yeah. was in charge at Victoria's Secret and The Limited. Like, there were actually now known pedophiles in charge of who was becoming models, who was popular, who was... Like, it is actually very creepy and sinister how that jokey kind of like, what the fuck's going on here yeah. is the truth. The and that would... guy from Abercrombie & Fitch is... He looks like a monster, and he was the one that was like, we don't want fat people wearing our clothes. That's why we don't carry a size over, you know, 30 yeah. jeans or whatever. That's, like, yeah, we, he went public with that statement. Yes, he <laughs> did. Like, That's in it. And then later mind. in the documentary, he's like, oh, also black folks. And also, like, everyone has what? to be ripped and white. Yeah. And people white? were getting fired for not having the, quote, Abercrombie look, which was... Uh, blue-eyed, my my parents have orgies on the weekend. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! And you and it was it was also interesting, just marketing wise. Like they used to just blare music, and there was shutters over the windows, and you couldn't yes. see inside. They just had they were just recruiting from fraternities and sororities, solely based on uh, the way. Uh, they just find hot young people that didn't even want to work retail. They're just like, hey, can you hang out outside our store once yes. a week? And it became a job. So they're interviewing all these people that are still beautiful 40-somethings. But it, sure. it, I, I related to it because years ago, uh, Daniel Tosh and I had some MTV pilot where we had to, it was like a prank thing, except we didn't know the situation we were going to be put in. They're like, you have to teach a class. And we're like, oh, great. And so we brainstorm like being around kids and then we'd show up and it's an exercise class and we had to actually teach an exercise class. It was actually a fun time, but one of the things was we had to go to an Abercrombie and Fitch store and apply and they saw Daniel and immediately were like, oh, you could work here. And then they looked at me and and said, oh, you can't, you're uh, a little overweight. And I what? was like, what? I'm not, I mean, I had, I was not like ripped, but I, it was, they blatantly said that to me. And it was just a manager kid at a store. He's like, oh, you couldn't work here because you're not quite, like he, he danced around the words a little bit, but they basically said I was not good looking enough to work at Abercrombie and Fitch. Jesus. But Christ. then I looked around at everyone and I'm like, oh yeah, everyone here is gorgeous and ripped. I, I my feelings aren't that hurt. I'm a comedian and Daniel is a handsome, tall guy. So I understand why. But they in front of us said, he can work here. You can't. <laughs> I, well, here's what's I, I swear weird. to you, it didn't hurt. Maybe it hurt my feelings a little bit because I was still Maybe a like, bit. I was like 25. Like it was like, what? But also it's just <laughs> that kind of thing where it's like a trend and it's popular and high schoolers are being affected by this trend. So like, I remember in the mall seeing a boy standing outside the Abercrombie and Fitch at the, at the, uh, Sherman Oaks Galleria. And he's like trying to spray people with per like, cologne or perfume. They talked about, yeah, they release it from like fans in the store yes. too, the cologne. It smells <laughs> fucking horrible. And this poor boy looked like he wanted to die. He looked so embarrassed. And he's like, it's like a, a mall full of people just schlepping around. And then he's there yoked with no shirt on, yeah. just kind of smiling, but like in, he looked like he was in pain. And I was like, that is super gross. Yeah, it's like he was probably so sad young. because his the manager of the store told him, "Hey, don't spray this on any uggos." 
<laughs> Save your spray the, for the hotties. The, to me, this is yet another one of those examples when people at the time were like, oh, this PC thing has gone too far. It's like, no, it fucking hasn't. No, it hasn't yeah. even begun to go too far because the thing that the PC police were fighting was shit where that guy who, I mean, let's not get into being mean about people's faces. He had no right to be judging anyone's appearance, this man. Yeah. And he was up there being like, no no fat chicks, no uggos. And it's just <laughs> like, sir, go to therapy. You, yeah. There is something wrong with you. No it's fat. deep inside. Yeah. And, uh, and also, I'll why do you want, you want shirtless teen boys around all the time. Let, look to yourself, yeah. please. Oh, and that's where, really where all this is based. He had no self esteem like he had all this botched face surgery and stuff not that i'm you know that's fine but it looked like he got it in a hurry in the back of a car or something yes and uh and it's it's like he obviously wasn't happy with how he looked and so he's like judging other people it's a very strange he's a very scary person it's worth yes. watching that documentary well, and I think those people, there is that kind of like the rich concept where, and especially these days, like you saying, you looked at that audience and they're all beautiful. That's totally how, it, like people who are 25, because first of all, they're young and you know what I mean? Like, it's just like me, every time I look in the mirror, there's a new crack in my face where I'm like, what is happening? These people have not, they still have all their collagen and they still have all their, all the pluses. On top of which, especially in Orange County crowd, they have tons of money. So they're getting plastic surgery. And that's the thing we don't understand or I don't understand because that's not anything anyone even has or the just option to do. And a lot or, or Botox or injection, like all that. It's just general maintenance, even young people. Correct. It's like normal yes. now. Yeah, and, no, not like and I'm not judging, facelifts, but I think it injectables. looks great. When people want to look better, that's fine, but. Man, when this guy was getting it natural. done, they were just figuring out the old snip and tuck behind the ear. I remember seeing someone once with staples behind their, be, oh, under yeah. their ear because they literally, this is just coming to me. <laughs> it was yeah. like the first thing I saw when I, well, just moved here from Montana and Texas. Oh my God, that guy has staples behind his ear. It was like, yeah. the, and it was pulled back, like the eyebrows pulled up, kind of like when Madonna would have her bun too tight. Yep. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, it is. Well, also, there's a, there's a look to it. We were just talking about this last night because um, it was me and my friends and everyone's over 50. So we're just like, you know, it's like everybody wants like, oh, nobody wants a saggy neck. Yeah. But, it, but at the same time, no one wants a facelift because, you, do, you know, you want like certain places to be improved. But overall, I have no interest in looking like I've, because you always look like you had a facelift or you always look, if you got work done, it almost always looks like it. Yeah, Which, totally. And it Then you're just kind of like showing the world that this is your concern and this is, and they're yeah. like, but I remember your old face. So now I'm just yeah, supposed yeah. to accept your new Oddly, face. Oddly though, sometimes it, like it's it, like there's a, a movie where uh, Wayne Newton had a cameo. Oh, it was, I was watching Hacks. It's like uh, the current season of Hacks and Wayne Newton has a cameo in it. He's got to be late 70s at this point. His face... Wayne, Wayne Newton? Wayne... Uh, or am I thinking of Tom Jones? No, Wayne Newton is in... Yeah, in, yeah. No, that guy's easily in his 80s, if yeah. not 90s. He look. 
he has had, I'm just saying, you can tell it's there and the teeth are look like pieces of gum. I mean, good, normal sized chiclets. I mean, he's, it's <laughs> great just, gum, but Delicious he looks, gum. he looks, it looks artificial, but he looks great in a weird way. Like kind of, uh, I'm, it's, it's hard. It's just, I'm conditioned now to yeah. be like, man, that's some really good work is what I, what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I saw it and I'm like, I can't believe because zero wrinkles. Yes. Sure, everything's tight and uh, they, but no bags, no, and it, it doesn't look natural. But he looks great, and he he's a showman. He has, you know, he's in Vegas. He's got well, and also once you get it, once you get a facelift, you have to keep it up because that's oh, really? your new face. Yeah, you have to keep getting that work done because you that's your face now. So it's oh, like you right. can't. You have a facelift, and then you're you're not going to be like, well, then here we go. It's all sliding back down. You have to keep on nipping and tucking <laughs> and injecting. That's why the like those people that get the lip injections. That's all temporary, right? It is. So they keep getting them, yeah, and that's yeah. why their lips get bigger and bigger. Where it's like, hey, I remember you when you had a normal mouth, and now you're straight up trout face. I just think it's. Uh, <laughs> I think our eyes are acclimating to this plastic surgery. So it is that kind of thing where like, inst instead of, it's not, you know, a movie star and you're yeah. like, of course you should look like that because everyone, your job is to be looked at. It's anyone at fucking Vons. We're yeah, just like, hey, we're just hanging out. Relax I will say though, second. when I, when I had to get my tonsils out and the guy was like, while I'm in there, I'm going to do a septoplasty because I've had, my nose has been broken and I can't, I can't, if I try and do a neti pot, my nostrils are not connected, basically. So oh, uh -huh. he had to go in there and trust me afterwards. They really broke my nose. It was very painful to get that temporary, uh, you know, it, it re-deviated a year later. But I did ask him while I was in there. I'm like, oh, can you like, and I hate admitting this, but I did ask about him making my nose smaller. My mom yeah. had a nose job when she was young. And she's a mom in Montana. And she never liked her nose. I remember her complaining about it when I was a kid. And she got it from some Montana plastic surgeon that probably did one nose every couple years. Yeah. And painfully, <laughs> like, they don't get enough practice up there. But, uh, and I, it made her happier. So I was like, okay, cool. But it's in me too. I, I am embarrassed that I'm even admitting this, but I... Well, what's weird to me is you don't have a big nose. So that idea is weird to me. Well, you haven't seen... I can fit a roll of quarters up my nostrils. Look at what? that. What? That's why it keeps deviating. Stop it. Oh, no, just around the surface. But I do notice that it <laughs> it stretches out my nostrils and they stay stretched. My nostrils oh, they... are like a windsock. It's just... It's like <laughs> it's a bad idea. It was a, a parlor trick I used to do in sixth grade. See how many quarters I could stick up my nostrils. And they, Chris is at the lobster feed trying to impress the tart people. Yeah. Don't do it. Just you don't trying. need to win them over. Guys, don't put anything in me. Look, I'm putting quarters up my nostrils. <laughs> and then I run. Just and everyone's eyes light up. Wait, yeah. you're into that? Oh, the upside down pineapple with a sprig of lemon. Some additional sign. <laughs> you're into something disgusting. Yeah. If you show up all glazed with an apple in your mouth, they know you're down. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that takes a little effort on your part. Yeah. But it will be worth it to send (laughs) that message Don't you get it? I want someone to put me on a spit. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Made of dicks. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, I I know. I'm I'm happy with my nose. I'm just saying. I always, I always, you know, when you see my whole life, when you see someone just a little ski jump nose, it's always like, oh, I wonder what it would have been like to have that kind of Brad Pitty little ski jump nose, you know? Well, and also I think there's just everybody has a thing where they think I need to improve. This would be the thing that makes a difference. Yeah. And for me all my life, it was weight. And then when I did finally lose a bunch of weight and nothing changed, and including how I felt about myself, even though I was like so skinny, it was insane. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh shit, this is, this is bad. Because this was the thing I had attributed all of my problems and shortcomings and unhappiness too. And I remember, and it was, there was a little body dysmorphia too, because I never looked thin to myself and I was so skinny. I wore like, I wore size four jeans. I could have been freely accepted into Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, Although I might might not have been pretty enough. But (laughs) Well, it depends on what the door guy says. I feel, yeah, exactly. I have to get by that that sophomore that's all (laughs) yoked. But I feel like that thing, I wonder, and it would be an interesting thing to talk to people who have had surgery that actually changes their face. So when yeah. they look in the mirror, it's not their face anymore. And actually see, did this work? Does it make you happier? Yeah. Like you're saying, your mom's nose job did make her happier. It and did, there's yeah. some, my, t- me it just getting took these two new years teeth, to heal, but yeah. Yeah, me getting new teeth made me happier. Right. Like, it absolutely had nothing to do with other people going, I love your teeth. It was, Uh, uh, I hated my teeth I wake up with with puffy bags under my eyes. I know there's stuff they can do. They either add fat or they pull it out. I would do that. And I'm just admitting that to you, and I'm assuming no one's listening to this episode. I guess a lot of people are. But I would do that. I just... We get medium numbers. Once... (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I would not, if this podcast was more popular, I wouldn't be admitting any of this stuff. I'm no, going to get would, eye bag be a surgery. Very different conversation. I, I, uh, I would do that. I, and honestly, when, when I got my tonsillectomy uh, thing, uh, he's just like, oh, the, I thought maybe I could give you a free shave off some nose there, but they aren't going to cover it. And so I was like, oh, okay, never mind. It was crazy anyway. Because I hate the idea of like, People noticing that you did something like that's yes. what I don't understand. You just go to an island for a week with bruises and gauze on your face and come back and assume no one's going to know that you have a different. I didn't yes. realize you used to have a butt chin. That's what I would get. Would I'd you? get a butt chin. Yeah, I want a little BB dimple on my chin and I want a big old chin. And did you know the, it's a piece of plastic they put in there? Yes. And it's, it's blue. It's so weird. It's blue. It's blue. It's a blue piece of plastic. I, I have seen it before. The chin implant. They they add chin to the front, and then that pulls your jaw neck tight. Oh, yeah. and it's blue. I mean, here's the thing. What to me, and I know other people don't think the same way as me, but when <laughs> I see that, and it's like, so you've had part of your nose shaved off, and now your face is different than, and you're 30 blank years old. So I know for a fact that was not your face before. Now, when I'm looking at you, am I saying, oh my God, they're so overwhelmingly gorgeous? No, I'm saying, 
what's wrong with them? But that if, that's what they did. If you skip town and move and you start in a new life, you know, because of mm. the murder you did. Which I should, yes. It would it would be, uh, you know, you just show up someone and they're like, look at that guy's amazing chin. I've never seen Ooh, him before. Is that Kirk Douglas? I'm Yeah. Michael Which Douglas? Douglas is that? Is that a Douglas brother? Even, I can't remember what Halloween costume it was, but I'd put a little dollop of uh, super glue in my chin and pinched it. And I had a butt chin all night. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it totally worked. So if you if you don't want to get anything injected, but you do want that little cleft chin, you can. It, I'm not getting it work. Put it just a little pinch, a little pinch of glue there, because you know how super glue. Oh, wait for a second. Three how, days. We've been we've been are for real. We've yeah. been doing this podcast, Chris, for almost ten years. I've never heard that fucking well, story. I've admitted a lot of uh, you know. Dysmorphia things. I've yeah. talked about all these orgies I've been turned down from. I mean, asked two. to leave. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, that butt chin thing. I was a little worried. <laughs> Eventually, it just it peeled off and I had my yeah. normal chin back. But I had a couple days of looking real Douglasy. Now, were when you Cork walked arm. down the street, were mm -hmm. uh, women drivers slamming on the brakes? Was there a wolf whistling? Were, did people gather around? I was offered uh, <laughs> everything from new jobs, Armani suits. Uh, <laughs> one guy just threw me the keys to his Porsche once. He thought and, you were in because uh, you wore your red vest. A day. lot of people rolling down the window and doing that thing <laughs> with their tongue in their mouth and then their hand, like, mimicking, like, a blowjob. I got a lot of that. Oh, okay. Uh, just yeah, for the chin. Yeah, okay. just because of the butt chin. A lot of propositions <laughs> for sex and money. It changed well, it's suggestive. my suggestive. No one yeah, noticed at all. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. And I go up to my friends. I'm like, notice anything? And they're like, no. I'm like, I got a butt chin. And then they laugh. But actually, no one did notice uh, <laughs> at first. Also, that's the other thing to remember when we're feeling insecure, when we're like, because listen, I'm not above plastic surgery. I actually was talking to my sister because I was like, it's now getting to the point where I furrow my brow so much that the furrow isn't going away. It's It looks like I'm furrowing constantly when I'm in a great mood. It still looks like that because the divots are so ingrained. And my sister's like, Botox it, it literally will make it go away. So I would, I yeah, there's completely nothing would wrong do with whatever. It. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah. Except for just, to me, it's just this idea that. Wait a minute. Didn't you, what's that vampire facial? Didn't you get, didn't you have yes. a, a, a blood platelets rubbed in your, was it your blood or another no, person's? No, it was my own blood. It was like, they, oh. they put a scraper on your face and scrape it right. just enough. They're like two layers of your skin oh so God. that it brings the collagen up to heal what they scrape. Like a second degree burnt? Did you have to stay indoors for days? Uh, I had to uh, just be aware. Yeah, I just kind of stayed out of the sun, but not, See, I didn't have to I stay I remember indoors. when you did that, I was like, oh, God, because the name is scary, but I wanted to do it too. And yeah. then just not tell anyone. <laughs> but I think it's like, my thing is just- I'm glad it was We all blood. think that people are looking at us the way we look at ourselves, and they're not. No. Because everybody is so obsessed with themselves yeah. and what they look like and how big their nose is. So right. it's like, we think it's like, oh, here's the butt chin that's going to make me the king of this party. Yeah. And of course, people are just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> because- no one's really thinking about you that much. It yeah, just yeah. doesn't, it isn't how it is. Yeah, I wish that, it were. 
I realized that a long time, whether it's good or bad, we're always wondering what other people are thinking of us. And in reality, the sad news is they're not even thinking about you at all. No, it's just you in your head (laughs) worrying about a thing that doesn't exist. And you know what? You know who looked good with tons of work done? Uh, Joan Rivers. I thought in the end, I was like, she looks, I just was used to, because like you said, she maintained, once that got started, she had to maintain it. And I I always thought she looked. I think after a while, you know, she was old and she had this face that. I got used to But here's the thing about Joan Rivers, and I know people absolutely adore her whatever. She was so fucking mean about what everybody else looked like. Right. And meanwhile, she is getting her entire face replaced every eight months. And it was just like, man, but it it was a kind of of the era. You know, she was just like a, she was like a mean comic, but she was really mean to women. She was really mean to anybody that was slightly overweight. And it was all, to me, it's just like, it all reflects back to like what you're what you're feeling and thinking when about I, yourself. They, would they ran a clip of her and and her daughter being mean in that way, and I was doing crowd warm up at E, and I made a comment, uh, uh, some isn't that the pot calling the kettle black type comment, <laughs> uh, and I got fired. Oh, uh, I, I bet. was I was in the house that Joan Rivers built. They didn't tell me Hell that's yes. why, but the guy directing who would direct I I I did a few different shows it started with uh Michael Costa's show we've talked about that for a brief time I was doing crowd warm up to see if I liked it uh and I was let go and that's why it was a clip of <laughs> Melissa and Joan Rivers and I made a comment about them being mean to people when they themselves had done all that work yeah and I, I yeah so I learned did I learn my lesson yes I don't know yeah, I guess oh, so. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it never feels good to get fired, I guess. No, no. Well, and also, but you wouldn't imagine that that uh, a passing comment would have that kind of power, but I barely it said that kind it of thing. into yeah. the microphone. Yeah, it was to the audience, but whoever heard was hearing me. I think that's why I was let go. Oh, we don't need you next week. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. I knew right away. Yeah. Because when I said it, I'm like, is, oh, there is a big poster of her over there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have made that comment. I can't well, even remember also, what I said. But. It would be kind of hilarious if, like, you said it at, right as Melissa Rivers was walking by the control room, and she's like, st- stops and goes back. Who knows? And what the fuck did that guy say? Well, then I'd feel awful. Yeah, it's just I blurt. I, sh- but you know what? As mean as she was, she's made me laugh so many times. <laughs> Look, she writes good. I mean, she yeah. and the people that write for her write good, hard jokes. But it, the thing is, and you know, well, I think we've talked about this before. It's just like if you're, if it is no, if it's no holds barred comedy, yeah. Then why can't you say something about her? Right. It's like that kind of thing where it 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 has to swing both ways right. to get back. And that's to the why I really appreciate it. And I know you've seen this, but that's why I appreciate the clip where. You know, how Stern had sent out one of his uh, sidekicks to interview Red Carpet, and someone said something to her, and she fired back immediately with, yeah, and that's what I told your mother. Like, I can't remember what they said, but she so quickly fired back, and it imme- the guy was fucking with her, and she immediately hurt his feelings, and it was the best moment ever because he was trying to get a rise out of her, and it she immediately was so quick with it. 
Yeah, why would you, quote unquote, get a rise out of a person who's been, been doing insult comedy for 75 fucking years? Yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. That's all they do. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I just think that's a, a bit precious where it's like, so she's literally just, just anybody is fair game and she just destroys anyone and says the meanest things. Yeah. And then one person goes, yeah, well, who are you to say? Because whatever. And then it's just like, you're fired. It's like, yeah. oh, I thought I thought everyone's supposed to have thick skin. I thought it'd take a joke. A joke's a joke. Oh, I thought the rule was, you know, it's and that she shit. quite literally had thick skin after all she, those years. <laughs> she had, I once on Twitter, people, I had a lot of people get really mad at me because she was saying something mean about someone. And I said, this is ironic when her face looks, <laughs> her, her face looks like a sucked-in Capri, Capri Sun bag. Because <laughs> at that point, she was so old, and she, but she was still getting... Uh, <laughs> sorry to laugh at my own joke. But she was still getting so much plastic surgery that it started to look very gr bizarre, in my opinion. I, I think I will always laugh at a Capri Sun bag. Ref it's just my childhood wrapped up in a... Right? Yeah. It, she looked like someone had finished a Capri Sun and then couldn't let it go and just kept trying to <laughs> drink out I, of it. I just imagine her mouth being the straw hole. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> oh, I love it. But also I think show business is so hard. It's so disgusting. There's such awful people in the business that are gatekeepers. There's like, you know, like that idea where you can't get small enough, you can't be petite enough, as for women, you can't be pretty enough. And all of that is like, all of that is that idea that we're all, suddenly now we're all supposed to be. I mean, like, I hate it because I'm actually in this position of like getting my picture taken and stuff where it's like, hey, I'm a fucking writer. I, I stopped trying to do this years ago, but now I have to be concerned with all of these super, like these things that, if 30-year-olds are getting injectables and I'm 52 and I have never gotten anything, it's going to fucking show. And it's going to be kind of surprising how much it shows. And that's, it's, to me, I want to go, I'm not here for the beauty contest. Like, I don't, I don't want gigantic lips. It would look so fucking weird on and me. And weird for comedy. I always think, with comedy, I'd like yes. to think we don't have to worry about that as much. And even like women, come on. I, I would like to, because imagine just being an actor. And you have, Ugh. I mean, that I can't, I mean, I, I like, uh, the idea that with stand up, it, it's, it, it's possible except being intimidated by young, hot audiences in my own head. It, it kind of doesn't matter, you know? Right. And yeah. if anything, you know how I like to make wacky faces. What if I lost <laughs> control over my comedic <laughs> trademark eyebrows and lip... <laughs> My different lip positions that I get and laughs from. You know, I like to mug it up. But here's the thing that you would never lose control over, which is a butt chin. I my, think oh, I thought you, need you were going to gonna say my bowels. Crazy glue. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to, I'll do it again. Okay. Have a party or something. Halloween. I'm, I promise I will yes. glue a butt chin on my face. It's the, it, it works and I forgot about it and I have to think of a good costume now. Spartacus. <laughs> yeah. Kirk Douglas as Spartacus, so you get to dress as a gladiator. And what about the moon from those old, the piano playing moon, Mac Tonight? I know that uh, he had a moon head and that, a moon. That was not a butt chin. There was a big old butt chin on that moon. There was? I thought it was pointy. 
Well, no, that it's weird because his body is the moon, but in the crescent of the moon is a <laughs> big old chin and sunglasses. Like on, he had I a nose and a mouth and a chin. And then <laughs> a pointy thing that is what? his coming out of his chest, basically. I don't know. I, now I need to look I, up a picture of Mac tonight, the moon man. Bad I'm looking idea. it up right now. Images. Yeah. Also, Don't. so many people have done... There's, like, lots of choices. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ooh. Big old butt Wait chin, right? Well. One thing I never forget, Karen, is a good, solid butt chin. You're going to have to look it up because it's actually not the way you're remembering it. Okay, it's just a... It is a prominent chin, though, right? Oh, absolutely. But it's actually crescent moon chin, unless I'm looking at the wrong picture. No, no, there's only Here, one. Here, I'm going to send you this gift. McDonald's piano man. This was such a weird fucking commercial. I wonder if they redid it. Anyway, I I will, I want to do some sort of, okay, I'm going to do a butt chin. Maybe I'll just okay. be a guy with a butt chin. Or maybe I'll just go as Michael Douglas, the actor. Does he have one? He does. Like his father? He, well, he has the uh, even more uh, sought after BB hole chin. It's not a butt. It's just an actual dimple. You're a right. dimple chin. It's... He the the I'm sorry, Kirk Douglas and and Spartacus. That's the BB hole chin. It's isn't it? Um, like Huey Lewis has a butt chin. Yeah, from Huey Lewis in the news. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Or, Who or else no? has it? A lot of people yes. have that BB hole chin. I really, it's one of my favorite things. If surgery buys you that, I don't think anyone would be mad. I would own it. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, look, I got a butt chin. I've always wanted one. Judge away. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm trying to look up. Uh, we have to wrap this up. I think oh, we've sure. really. I mean, we're doing we're this doing through. good on time. I just want to come to a good butt chin conclusion. Yeah, I think we need to settle some stuff. Oh yeah, he's playing saxophone, which is so. That's <laughs> oh, you're right. I was so wrong. The moon is his chin. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why. I guess it's just obviously. Since it's the edge of the moon, that chin. Imagine having a big, pointy, long. Yeah, it's, horn it's actually chin. Wow. very upsetting. Kind it of. It is. In my opinion. Oh, we lived in a terrible uh, era. We grew up in a strange era. That's yes, a monster. And I, when you and I first hung out and made each other laugh, that was the time I went to your house and and we watched Mac and Me and yeah. we all got high <laughs> and laughed because it's an insane movie. If, and if if you people listening haven't heard it, uh, I just did a cover for my friend Mac who's doing like a residency at the Echo. She wanted like, mm. a, and I, I did a Mac and Me, but I put her face on the logo. It's on my, <laughs> I'll send it to you. Uh, it was really funny. fun the whole time I was thinking about that time and, how that became my the weirdest movie I ever recommend to anyone. It's all one big McDonald's commercial. We've definitely talked about it a lot. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, but. I just re-experienced all of that just because I was looking at it and recreating that poster. Yeah, it's, it's so, so disturbing. I'll, I'll um, show you. Too. Yeah, it's so, the mo most disturbing movie ever. Uh, Huey Lewis absolutely does have. The butt chin. He is classic butt chin. I sent you yeah. a gif. Uh, Hasselhoff Ooh, you know has a good one. And Michael Douglas, you're right. He has a butt chin. Hey, why, why don't you type in Tom Selleck chin and the fucking Ooh. conversation is over. <laughs> Put in Selleck chin right now. Holy shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I Ooh. and this is just chins from memory for me. Yes. I'm oh my just god! Putting Selleck chin and look at this gif. There's a there's a gif of Tom Selleck in underwear, and they someone made oh, his no. chest hair glitter. He's That's got a normal so funny. He's got a normal chin. Who I'm wrong? Who? Selleck. He doesn't have a butt chin. He's got a chin like a regular me, like me. Yeah, you know what it is. It's yeah. just that Tom Selleck is absolutely a gorgeous man. So yeah. he has all well, the qualities of like a leading man like that, but he doesn't have that. That's you and your love of eyebrows. He's got thick, Ugh. bushy. Uh, I do. I love a swarthy man. Colin Farrell caterpillars. <laughs> Just, it's uh, just a good look. Peter Gallagher. <laughs> well, wait, Peter Gallagher has a, a, a real good chin. Which one does he have, though? Butt or BB? Go on yeah, Twitter, love. everyone. Just Girl. send us all the butt chin content you got. <laughs> Gallagher. <laughs> Search. Wait. Oh, I just put, I just searched Peter Gallagher in my uh, texts as if he had sent me a text. <laughs> what if that's the way you found out you've been pen pals with Peter Gallagher this whole time? He totally God, he's came so up. low key. He never even mentioned that I've been texting him this whole time. <laughs> Peter Gallagher has a normal chin too. Damn it. I keep we having need... all these butt chin misfires. But <laughs> the butt chin is rare. The BB chin is even more rare, oh, I yeah. believe. It is like the. Sweet, sweet, extinct banana that they once. Uh, anyway, finish we, it. We we talked <laughs> about nerds bananas breaking your teeth open. Oh yes, and and Carrie, one of a one of the fans of our podcast at my show in West Bend, she brought me a big bag of just the banana flavored runts, <laughs> but Nightmare. they were. Yeah, but they weren't hard. They were soft melt-in-your-mouth runts. And what? at first, yeah, I don't want any banana-flavored. I don't even want banana-flavored bananas. But apparently, the, the flavor of that flavor of banana is based on an ex, a now-extinct banana. No. I Apparently, yeah. It, That's not true. It is. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I can't remember the name of banana. But what we know, the banana flavor we know from candy and, and different uh, sweet drinks is based on a banana that you can't get anymore. It's oh. based on chemicals. I Yes. Well, of course, the candy, they didn't used to squirt old, now hard to get <laughs> banana juice in it. I'm just saying it was it was fashioned after in banana test milk. tubes. Yeah. A ban- <laughs> <laughs> we okay. came back. I, we circled I can't it. wait for banana milk to be on every grocer's <laughs> shelf. <laughs> Next to a cup of tree sap. <laughs> well, that We've was fun. It. Okay, good. We good did work. It. Good work good today, work. everybody. High fives all around. All right. I mean, it's just two of us. You've been listening to <laughs> Do You Need a Ride? You don't know that. D Y N A R. This has been an exactly right production. Produced by Casey O'Brien. Mixed by John Bradley. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.